Hello everybody, I'm Dan Merle, and this is my review of Venom, Let There Be Carnage, which is the, well, it already would have been the long-awaited sequel to the original Venom, but it is even more long-awaited uh, due to all of the delays. It actually moved its release up a couple weeks after the success of Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings, and if you've been following me in my reviews for a while, you know that I sort of famously or infamously liked Venom, the original movie, when it came out. I took a lot of heat for that. People were like, why? Could, how could you like that movie? I think over time, uh, it's found a little bit more of its audience. Uh, I, you know, more people have seen it. Uh, but I, I've revisited the original movie a few different times. Uh, I stand by it. I really did enjoy that first movie. It wasn't a perfect movie. It had a lot of flaws. But really, for me, the thing that made it was Tom Hardy and his performance, really dual performance as both Eddie Brock and Venom. That's why I was so happy to see that this movie does what good sequels do. And it leans into what worked about the first movie while trying to fix some of the mistakes that the first movie made. And when I say leaning into what works, I mean the performance of Tom Hardy and the characters of Venom and Eddie Brock. We've gotten all of the getting to know you stuff out of the way, and Venom Let There Be Carnage is about these two learning how to live with or without each other. I know it raised a lot of eyebrows when it was announced, but looking at the movie and the finished product, I really do think that Andy Serkis was a great choice for director because you have at the center of this movie a dual role where your lead actor and Tom Hardy has to interact essentially with himself, who is played by special effects. And that seems like a really good role for Andy Serkis to fill because not only does he bring a lot of experience, not only as a director, he's directed a couple movies, but also as an actor on, you know, movie sets that are massive in size, massive in scale, Lord of the Rings movies, Marvel movies, you name it. But he's also done this type of acting before. It's really how he made his name. Who better to be able to relate to Tom Hardy? He's probably had to do some of the same things than Andy Serkis because he can say, oh yeah, I know what this is like so much of directing is knowing how to coach your actors effectively and the experience that Andy Serkis has with special effects with acting quote-unquote against himself in the dual roles as Gollum and Smeagol if you want to call them that I think this lent him some experience that must have helped Tom Hardy because he feels so comfortable in this role even more comfortable than he did in the first movie and I thought that he really had mastered the role in the first Venom film a big part of that too is Tom Hardy because he is all in on this sequel. When you look at his participation in the movie, not only is he coming back as Eddie Brock and Venom, he's moved up from executive producer to producer, which involves a lot more responsibility, a lot more of the day-to-day -day work with getting a movie off the ground and getting a movie made. And he has a story by credit, although he does not have the screenplay credit that goes solo to Kelly Marcel. But you can tell in much the same way that Ryan Reynolds is 100% committed and, and bought in on the character of Deadpool, Tom Hardy feels the same way. This isn't just a paycheck to him or just another franchise to him. You can feel the passion and the love and the care he has to crafting this character and bringing a good version to the screen. And it's something, it's kind of this, this intangible thing. You can just tell when an actor is going the extra mile. It's something that you also felt from Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. Um, you know, you just know when they're buying in because this movie and the first one could absolutely collapse under the weight of somebody who didn't really have a good idea of what he was doing. Tom Hardy knows what he's doing and it works. Eddie and Venom are the highlight of the film, but we also get the payoff for what was set up at the very end of the first movie, Carnage, who is played by Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson returns. His terrible wig does not, thank goodness. We had an upgrade in the wig department for him. He plays Cletus Cassidy, who is a serial killer on death row, who starts off toying with Eddie Brock. He thinks he can give him a voice on the outside while he's in prison then sees something different in Eddie and is able to use this knowledge to unlock a new symbiote inside himself called 
Carnage. And while Venom definitely has some rough edges, Carnage is all pointy ends. This is a mean symbiote who only wants to kill and destroy. Cassidy is mainly driven by a desire to reunite with his childhood love, Francis, who is also known mainly in the comics as Shriek, who's played by Naomi Harris, and relationships are actually at the center of this movie and at the center of the story. You have Cletus Cassidy and Francis. You have Eddie and Venom. You have this reunion uh, between Anne, who is Eddie's ex-fiance, and Eddie, and Venom, who also has his say uh, in the relationship, and it's all about how these characters bounce off of each other. I'd also like to mentioned that Michelle Williams also got a wig upgrade in this movie. I think that's where a lot of the budget went. It just went to upgrading the wig department and this really shows. It's one of many marked improvements in this sequel. Because the script is so character focused it gives the movie a very personal feel which is quite an achievement for a movie about you know slime aliens from outer space that take over host bodies, but this is what we talk about when we say that you can inject good stories into any kind of movie. The movie that could or would have been made out of this with less judgment and careful guidance would have been kind of what you would expect from this movie. It may have been called Maximum Carnage. It would have been two and a half hours long. Uh, the end would have been, you know, an hour of just destruction and noise and mayhem, and it would have cost three times as much as the original movie. You wouldn't have seen Woody Harrelson for the last 45 minutes because it all would have been given over to CG, and, and you really wouldn't have had any character beats because it would just have to be fight, 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 fight. That's not what you have in this movie. The third act finale feels big, but it's also very small in that it is about these character clashes and all of them coming together at one time. So it feels good on a story level, and yet it still delivers at a scale that a lot of audiences who are coming to comic book films, and particularly comic book sequels, would probably expect. It doesn't feel like an anti-climax. You do get big action. You do get big set pieces, but it, you care about the stakes. You care about the action. And that's what I love about this movie more than anything, is you're able to actually bring real character to one of these comic book sequels, and it's very rare that you actually get this combination successfully. A byproduct of this focus on character is that this is also a very streamlined film. It comes in under an hour and 40 minutes. Again, that's very rare, especially for a sequel, but it doesn't really feel chopped up. It doesn't feel like this is a two and a half hour movie that was sliced and diced to be an hour and 40 minutes. The first act of the film does feel a little bit rushed. I think you could have maybe even put in five extra minutes if you wanted to, but the story makes sense. And once it really gets going, you understand why they wanted to get to the heart of the story and and really to, to these characters and their backstories, because that's what drives the film, not the action, the story. I think a lot of people would say that Venom Let There Be Carnage is a big improvement on the first movie, but the floor is actually a lot higher for me uh, because I like the first film. I will say that I do think it is an improvement, largely because they did kind of cut away the things that didn't work, the sort of empty set pieces, the forgettable villain, and that's nothing against Riz Ahmed, that's just sort of how that villain was written. Here with Cletus Cassidy, Woody Harrelson, he may not be an MVP villain performance, uh, but he laces it with just enough camp without going over board gives it just enough heart to not make it feel empty it's a tough balancing act to do and i think that woody harrelson does it pretty well uh so what you have here are good performances a good story lots of laughs a lot of humor in this movie i found myself laughing very often a lot of it coming from this interaction between eddie and venom this is just a good time at the movies if you've been looking for a good time i think especially if you're in a place where there can be a big crowd in a theater and you're comfortable with that uh, you're going to get the laughs you're going to get the claps you're going to get the 
to Cheers. And of course, you get an idea of where Venom might be going next. I'm definitely intrigued by where it looks like they're going to be taking the character and how they're going to adapt uh, to this next uh, adventure uh, in the story of Eddie and Venom and all of the associated people uh, in Venom's world. So we will see what happens, but it's a recommendation for me on Venom. If you didn't like the first movie, this one might win you over. If you did like the first movie, I think you're going to like this one more. But are you excited about the movie? Let me know down in the comments below. Do you plan to see it this weekend? Or are you going to wait to see it at home? Have you already gone to see it? It's out in previews here in the United States and Canada. Let me know down in the comments below. And as always, if you want to see even more of what I'm up to, you can check me out on Patreon at patreon.com slash Dan Murrow. We're starting a whole new month. We've got a new movie club, a new commentaries, new Schmodown stuff. I'd love to come have you join me there. But thank you for joining me here. Please be sure to like, subscribe, share the video, all those things that help the channel grow. And thank you so much for watching. I'll see you very soon. I'm going to try to check out The Many Saints of Newark, maybe bring you a review for that uh, if I feel so inclined. I also have a backlog of stuff that I want to talk about that I haven't uh, said anything about yet. And October is chock full of movies. We've got No Time to Die. We've got Dune. We've got Halloween Kills. So much more out there for me to talk about. I can't wait to bring it to you. Please stay safe out there. Thanks for watching, and I'll see you next time. Bye.